Back in the 70s, board games and improv theater had a baby, and it was called the role-playing game. These games allowed a generation of kids to live out their dreams of slaying dragons and saving kingdoms, all while sitting in their bedrooms and basements. Today, gaming has moved into the cultural mainstream, and role-playing games are back with a vengeance. Join us now as five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references. It's time for Roll for Combat. Hey there, welcome to Roll for Combat. I'm your GM and host, Stephen Glicker, and in this week's episode, the boys just finished an epic battle, and now they get to rest and level up. Also this week, I give out yet another prize for the free trip to PaizoCon. Although it is not a free trip to PaizoCon, I do give out a prize. Also this week, for my GMPC tip, I tell you some books you can read that will both be enjoyable and increase your ability to both play and GM role-playing games. So a little bit of a heads up. This is actually the second part of last week's episode. As you probably know, when we record, I usually take about two or three hours and cut it up into several episodes. And this was actually the extension of last week's fight. But it felt so different from the fight from last week, because before we had this really big epic fight, and now this is the aftermath where they sort of like recoup and go back to the town and kind of figure out what they want to do when they level up. And it felt like almost too much or almost anticlimactic to put it on the same episode, so I cut it into two separate episodes. But this episode is pretty short. I didn't feel that I should start yet another session and tack it onto this episode because then it would have felt weird. So this is one of the shorter episodes. I try to avoid this whenever possible, but it just felt a little bit of a better flow if I had sort of a big action adventure episode and then sort of a recap episode. As for the free trip to PaizoCon contest, Vanessa did step up, she did reclaim her prize, so she is going to PaizoCon for free, thanks to Roll for Combat, but a few additional things. First of all, if you're going to PaizoCon and you do not have a Roll for Combat t-shirt, and if you will wear your Roll for Combat t-shirt, just write me on the Discord channel. I will give you a coupon to get any one t-shirt from the Roll for Combat website for free, and you can order any shirt you want and get it delivered to you. It shows up pretty darn fast, and then you can wear it at PaizoCon. Just tell me who you are, send me your info, and I'll send you out that free code right away. Also, I told you guys I was going to do something else. I'm not sending more people to PaizoCon, unfortunately, but what I am going to do is I'm going to pick out another name and give them something free and fun at the end of this episode, so do check that out. Otherwise, let's get right into this week's show. So you, 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 the, you, you, you teleport out. You're outside the building. You're right on the absolute edge. You're like literally two feet from the edge of the cliff into the planetoid. <laughs> You're like, wow. Who puts but, a building right on the edge? Jason McDonald is playing the Ahsoki mechanic Tuttle Blacktail, 
and his drone cheddar. No, because it fell. No, it, they didn't put it on the edge. It was all broken off. It's been collapsing. Yeah, it's, it's been collapsing. It got separated from the rest of the continent. Right. Chris Beamer is playing the tiefling technomancer, Akiro the Just. However, Winter Soldier style, Rusty is there with the ship right on the edge. So you guys could just jump right in. No problem. Nice. We do that. And Rusty's like, that oh, happened you guys so long. I was like, I'm just right here. I was just hanging out, right? God, guys, you finally showed up. There was a massive monster out here that I had to actually fight and kill all by myself. Bob Marquis is playing the human envoy, Rusty Carter. Yeah, well. That seems uh, like a tall tale, right? How, how do we get uh, Check the logs. It's right in there. Is, is it parked like outside or something? Or how, how do we get on? John Stats is playing the Vesk soldier, Mo Dupinski. Yeah, the, va- the valet brought the car around. Right. The oh, park. It's, that's it's, true. It's parked like right on the edge. He did, he rolled so well with the 20. He basically turned the ship sideways. You know how like they did in, um, yeah. in Winter Soldier. Pulls it up at a 90 degree angle. So you guys can literally jump off the edge and fall into the ship. Wow. <laughs> kind of like yeah. how the helicopter was. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I, I, I like, he did so well that the, hel- the teleportation puck rolled onto the ramp of, of the ship. <laughs> yes. Nice. I rolled so well that I also picked up Hiroji. Hey, guys. I'm back. That would be great. Uh, the Wither Swarm is like trying to follow you, but you guys jump in. Oh, by the way, some of the Wither Swarm, some of the Swarm came with you when you teleported. Uh, but they're not big enough to actually make up a swarm, so they're just some like loose tendrils on the ground and stuff. And some of them do put a few shots into the building as we're leaving. Oh, and the, and the grenade goes off too. No? Oh, the grenade goes off for how much damage? Do you want to do that? I don't know. It was just that was just style points. That was maybe it's yeah. vulnerable to fire and it dies. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah. It does some damage. You took a you do you do a little bit of a damage out of its 145 hit points. Oh um, my god, that was just oh. my little bit of a middle finger oh as we were walking god. out. Oh my god, what what? Where did we find that teleportation device? Was that part that's of in this? like the arm the armory book? He I bought saw it. I, that when I, was, oh. I saw that when I was writing the review, and I filed that. I mean, I, I'm not trying to brag, but I was like, in the in the right situation, that could be really <laughs> useful. Because it's a one-time <laughs> teleport, but it's like fifteen hundred. Yeah. It's fifteen hundred credits or something. But wow, we um, just found the right tra- time to use it. Pretty much, I'll tell you what. Yeah, that we were is in uh, that's tough. That's tough to get out of that alive. The strength well, check is crazy. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, missing on a seventeen. That's 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 tough. Well, you needed at least a twenty, and you guys weren't you weren't doing it. You were. It was at more than twenty. It's uh, yeah. Anyhow, your plus is a, set, a three, so you need his natural seventeen. That's yeah, it's not. So guaranteed. let's see the ship. By the way, you guys show up. Tuttle's coughing up some tendrils, and he doesn't feel so good. Uh, that's the first thing. Ships Don't care. Like, the ship's Don't got care. like, like looking like a dented tin can, and like yeah, with all the smoke yeah, the in ship here. Yeah. It's all messed up. It's just, it's all beat the crap, like, exactly. Like, like it was pumbled, <laughs> and it's just, like, dense everywhere. It's like, exposed panels and sparks and stuff. Everything, oh everything. It's like, right, Tuttle's looking around, it's like, what the hell's going on in this place? Guys, I, I, I know I'm I new, but... 
Uh, yeah, uh, it was another day in the Starfighter Society. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't want to pat my own ba uh, back or anything, but just read the computer logs about the fight against that monster, and you'll know all the details. But we were lucky that we all survived. That's what I got to tell you. And I mean, possibly everybody on that tire floor. <sighs> well, I expect some experience points from that monster, so that's that's all Tuttle, good. Tuttle that's good. promptly passes out the minute he's on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> I say I know that I'm new here, but I, I I'm generally um, used to a little higher standard of space travel. Yeah, well, really. Uh, so allow me to introduce you to the bathroom. You'll be staying. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> introduce you to the airlock. Yes, that's, yeah. that's that's your second choice. Yeah. Yeah. Which rooms is Akira's? Where's the captain's room? Uh, that's uh, that's my room. Um, yeah, we could we could find you. I don't know a closet somewhere. Yeah. Uh, we can't give you Hiroji's room. We expect him We've back got, any day now. Yeah, we yeah put him <laughs> in Hiroji's room uh, for for no, now. No, no, that would be rude to Hiroji. We don't want to do that. That's true. That is the room with all the loot. That is the room with all the loot in it. So all the loot is stored in there. Hiroji. Got I, I think the way the ship looks, I'm going to take my chance of sleeping in an escape pod tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably a smart idea. Uh, we uh, we we got some intel here. We got this. Uh, computer thing that computer nerds and only you engineer types would even appreciate but uh somehow dr tuttle pulled it out of the machine i think he used his strength he made his strength roll and he pulled it out of the uh computer yeah. system well we need sure. to take care of him medically i'm not trained as a field medic but maybe one of you guys is because he's not looking so good well here we are uh mo uh, is trained med in uh, medicine He's going to give it an old college try. He's going to fix him up on the med kit and give a cure for disease. I assist. No, no, no. You want to make a separate roll because Mo is going to fail. Hold on. Let's see. Mo has failed on his 14. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, your medicine is much better than mine. Well, to diagnose what he has, like, what does he got? Oh, no. Wait. I have a medicine of five. Never mind. Yeah. There we go. 23. Realistically, John, I put a point into every skill so I could assist at this point. It's taken yeah. to this level. I think I don't have survival, and every, but I have everything else. Uh, but some of them, I just had a stat that helped. That's all. Yeah. Well, Mo gets a plus four points for every level that he goes. So his well, medicine is probably going to be rank one for the duration. Yeah, that's about right for most of mine. Hey, that's my engineering. My computer is my... I, I, this... By the way, this this uh, level uh, that's coming up, I will have life science and physical science too. Oh, nice! So, treat disease is medicine to treat a creature suffering from disease. It takes ten minutes, requires a med kit, a medical lab, or a med bay on a starship. What was the thing you guys invested in? I think you invested uh, in an the... advanced med kit. Unfortunately, I think we did the science bay though. I don't think we did the med bay. We did science. No. Oh, that would have been nice. Uh, but you have the kits. You have a med kit. Um, you we have, have stuff. the super advanced med kit. All the treat disease does is give him a plus four on the next save. It actually won't um, magically save. Okay. Well, it helps you. It's in Tuttle's hands. Mo gets a 14 and Rusty gets a 23, which should be more than enough. Okay. Mo does not know what this is. Rusty is able to diagnose this. This is the wither infestation, which um, it's a physical disease. All right. Right now, it's just in its dormant state, so nothing bad is going to happen to you yet. Uh, try not to cough on anyone. 
because you can transmit it. You know, don't don't go around kissing anyone, Tuttle. Don't kiss me. Quarantine. <laughs> and uh, it does require at least two consecutive saves to get rid of. Ooh. But the good news is it's not that hard to fight off. So you should be okay. That's uh, sort of heartening news, I guess. The better news is it, nothing's happened to you yet. You just have the disease. The good news is you'll get a plus four the next time you check. The best news is, after surviving that, and by the way, as you fly away, you see the building kind of collapse. Not fully collapse, but large pieces of it fall down as the wither swarm kind of congealed and pulled so much of itself to try to get you because it was starving that it, uh, it kind of was holding the building up. And by trying to chase you, it actually was pulling the building apart because it was trying so hard to eat you. So basically, we're like Indiana Jones archaeologists. We got away with the one tiny thing we wanted and completely destroyed the ancient site around us in order to get it. Pretty much, yes. Excellent. And you did get a disease, too, don't forget. Well, we got a gift, that's right. And you found loot. Oh, wait, that's right. You didn't find any loot, did you? Not really. Shame. Shame. But as I was saying, you feel faster, stronger, more powerful. Like like going through that near-death experience put your whole life in perspective for all of you even cheddar cheddar was totally distraught during that entire Ooh. experience cheddar doesn't say anything but tuttle knows that cheddar did not enjoy whatever rusty was doing on that <laughs> I was say, rusty, you, didn't, you didn't wipe cheddar's logs so oh uh, that's right fine. i actually didn't do that Hmm. <laughs> cheddar's, te cheddar's telemetry shows some uh decompression <laughs> issues uh did Cheddar see the outside of the ship where the monster was attacking? I don't think so. He's got a point. Again, just check the, the ship's logs. It's all there. Ironically, the ship logs and Cheddar's logs don't seem to correspond with each other. It's almost like someone was tampering with uh, the logs. Cheddar's, someone's been Tuttle, have you been tampering with Cheddar's logs? Yes, but I got a bluff of 36 on that. I, I'm I've got a solution for this. We'll bring up some images and enhance them as, as <laughs> on all crime shows. Enhance! Yes, that's right. Zoom in on that. But you, you all feel stronger and faster and more powerful, and after a night of rest, you'll probably be level 8! Ta-da! Nice! Yay! Nice! Huzzah. Before that's you good. do all that, you should probably go back to Cloudside and meet up with the exiles and go through and tell everything that you've been doing up to this point. As you did, yeah, remove... we do have to get go into the temple. That's another thing. Yes, yes. You now have the admin key code to the foundry security entrance, and you can go in there. But you probably want to rest, level up. Yeah, definitely. And uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah we got to deal weird. with this too. We're, we haven't really taken much damage. We can go <laughs> straight into the next thing. I uh, would like to also formally apply the uh, the, the intelligence upgrade crystal. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. I, in favor of that. Which would be another good reason to rest. I would really like that crystal, by the way. Uh, anyway, more I, I think I just kind of earned it by saving the party. Pretty much. <laughs> not, to Pretty be, much. not to be too yeah. non-humble, but... <laughs> Not, not to be too non-totally appropriate, but yeah. Good actual accomplishments versus Rusty's. Yeah. Uh, All right, so his, <laughs> his, his was was the ship waiting right there for you? That is true. That, that is I, true. I, I, that was my job, and I, mean, I did it 
apparently perfectly as far as you we'll know. give you a good review on uber <laughs> thank a you good, five good, stars he did well <laughs> except it's totally beat the crap out of there's almost it's but barely that was the flying. but that the was the monster was, the driver was punctual but the status the condition of the vehicle left something <laughs> <to be> <laughs> you know if you don't tip uber drivers they give you bad they give you a bad review oh mm. you'll get a bad review i'm sorry uh, apparently based on the way you're all behaving one star across the board Whoa! His, his, his yellow assistant. Oh. His yellow assistant on the other hand was very personable. Ha! So, um, when you say go cloud side, is that talking to the Kish? Yeah, yeah, talking to the Kish. That's where and... we kind of landed the plant, the, our uh, yeah. ship in the first spot. Okay. Yeah, yeah, going back and talking to those guys and seeing if. You do we want to? Do we have time to do that now, or do you want to handle that next? Yeah. Okay. No, let's do that now. Let's do that. I now. mean, this there's a platform there. It should yep. be safe and stable. Yeah, you can to land go on. land back on the platform. You guys can walk over. It's only a thirty-minute walk. You guys are getting the lay of the land now. Yeah. And, um, Is this the next day or same day? Same day. Same day. Yeah. We're not level eight yet. You're not level eight yet. Uh, Mo does not speak Kish, so um, I do. Um, and the 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 intel. I forget. The intel that we got, what actually was that thing? Mo was not entirely it's code sure. to get us into the temple that was all buried. Security barricade. code to like bypass the oh, okay. bypass the lockout on the temple. Maybe the Kish will have uh, something to say about that. Maybe they'll have some warning or something. We should uh, query them when we uh, tell them what happened. Right. So we do tell them. Well, you like, do actually. You're a translator. I say I, right, so I, I gravely go back to cloud side. That's where. That's what it's called, by the way. You, you have. You go over. That's a cool name, actually. You meet with uh, Harold Tazal. She's all excited to see you. She meets you at the makeshift temple and eagerly asks about your experiences. Eager to know, we saw smoke off into the distance. We were worried about you. What? What occurred? I see. I see you're all okay. You're all in one piece. If if you are a new one, I see uh, uh, you. You you fiendish creature. Uh, what happened to the other one? Uh, it's a long. Well, I, I don't know exactly, but uh, oh these, yeah, what did happen to him? Oh, oh. These folks. He's uh, more, but he's not with us now. But I'm here, and I can speak your language fluently, so we should be good. Um, we are ready to negotiate uh, getting into this temple. Oh, that's that's excellent, excellent! You found a way in. You can bring peace, peace back. But before before we do that, do you mind if you could? Tell us the story, a storyteller, if you can give us the tale of your adventure. Can we gather around Jedi style and can we get a C-3PO to tell us everything? <laughs> can we can we sing yes. the uh, Yub Yub song? Yep, yep. <laughs> yes, that's uh, what I was thinking. You can play the uh, Stormtrooper helmets like drums. Okay, uh, which one of us do we want to sacrifice like C-3PO was going to be eaten? All right. Uh, All right. Yes, we would be happy to tell the story. Oh, who, who, who wishes to tell the story of the adventures of the creatures from outer space? Unless you have a better name for yourself. Uh, we're the Drift Rock three and a half. Drift Rock three, no? Yeah, we were attacked by bacteria, basically. Uh, we so went to the collect. We went to the, the she gathers uh, together like the whole tribe. Everyone gets together and sits around like the big fire 
And when she goes on to talk about the storyteller and how, you know, the God has appeased them with great stories and great adventures to be told by these five adventurers, please regale us on the House of Renewal, the Maze of Ghosts, and Securitech. Tell us about your adventures there. Actually, actually, Tuttle's communicable, so he's probably going to stay away. <laughs> uh, okay, we tell them who is doing the in who is doing the telling i guess it's me because i'm chris only one who speaks the their language so you give me you can give me diplomacy or some other charisma based profession actor public speaker etc oh that's not good oh boy all right can can rusty tell it and through my translation yes Yes. Right, let's do that. Let's oh, do that. God. I didn't realize it was a roll. I thought it was just sort of a thing. Oh, no, no, no. There's a whole point. No, no. You want to okay. do this. All right, Rusty. Uh, up to two uh, of you guys can yeah. aid to help the main storyteller. All right. All right. So I'm just a straight diplomacy check. Do I have to do anything else? Whatever you want. You could you can try to bluff if you want. You could do diplomacy. Oh. You could try to embellish and add more to it. It's up to you. Whatever you want. I, I can the actually assist you The better the story, the better the rewards. I'm going to tell you that. I can wow, I can assist that's... you on bluff, but I can't assist you on anything else. I have oh, a negative. Oh, oh, that's that's so adorable. You think I need to assist on bluff? Uh, I mean, go ahead. You can try. I mean, it's plus two. It's a plus two. Rusty, uh, you get a minus two modifier for Mo heckling you from the audience. Oh shush. Tuttle, Tuttle's going to use computers <laughs> and explain the specific code he used to hack it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Is this at the evening or in the morning that we're doing it? This are is we at night. You guys yeah, are set it. up. You guys can go back to your ship and uh, rest there, or you can rest here. It's up to you. Uh, I'd like to give the story when we're eighth level. We'll do better. They're already go. There go. We're doing it now. There it is. That's Seventh it level. <laughs> no take backs. Can't ahead. leave the people hanging. Well, I, I assist you. So Akira assists with a bluff of twenty-five. What are you gonna? Well, let's hear. Let's hear. Actually, well, let's see what his role is, and then let's hear the. Bay. You can give me the cliff notes of the story, and then let's hear what Akiro uh, adds to. It. Uh, we're just telling the story of going to the island and getting the security. Okay, that's fine. No, everything. House of Renewal, Maze of Ghosts, and Securitech. Basically, since you got here, everything you've been doing, and then the adventure with uh, your the buddies, your uh, your two buddies, the detectives. Okay, hold on. I have to review my notes on all that. Yeah, House of Renewal was like six weeks ago. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, you can take a minute. Okay. So it, it's very it's very Star Wars ass. The, 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 the cliff notes of the story are as follows. We came to this world because of fate. The fate of ancient times that no, told that we would come here in its time of need. We came and we entered into the first beginnings of the temple, and what we found were a people divided. The Kish were divided, and we had to find which were the righteous and who were not. Indeed, we were so committed to finding this out that we even sacrificed one of our own far, far weaker members to finding out this quest when we lost, well, one of our lesser people named Herod. So weak. So weak. Yes. And we gave him up to a god of science where we put him inside the portal of the temple and he vanished into the ether, never to be seen again. bye bye we have, however, actually acquired a new friend who we don't know if was here by fate, but nevertheless is here. He's right there. He's the one talking. I pointed him. 
At this time, we also then brought in assets, which we call them, which are a way we call the avatars of demigods, not gods like ourselves, who came from another place. They were a pair of, in their world, they were called detectives. Don't worry about that word in your language. I'm sure you don't have it. They came with us and we ended up going through. We found them after we went through the place of ghosts, the ghosts of ancestors from long past. And we found our way through another place and fought a horrific beast that was designed by some chaotic and evil god. That's all I can describe it as. It was obviously overpowered, but let's not dwell on that too much. But oh, beyond that, we realized that what we needed to do was go to the Grand Temple. And yes, so we had to find the key that the gods left thousands of years ago. And so that is where we have been just now. I, the brilliant captain and leader of them all, piloted the ship to take us there and led the expedition. And the details of that expedition are less important than that I piloted and we managed to find the key that the gods left for us. Now we will go to the temple and save all of the Kish that are righteous. Yeah. And, and I would like to add that I personally fought off a cadre of evil worshippers of the Devourer so that I could join my friends here. Actually, that adds to the story. I like that. And we can conquest evil. Yay. That's sort of like the Enkidu side story as he joins Gilgamesh. I mean, that's Gilgamesh. another another, Hori, another yeah. hero that adds to the story. That's great. All right, barely, so... barely made it out of the crumbling building. He did, it's Rusty was not there for this. Darmok at Tanagra. Jalada. When the walls fell. So, <laughs> obviously, that was all entirely truthful. So I'll be doing my bluff check now. All right. Oh, I gave you a plus two. <laughs> And I'm going to add plus six to that. Hold on. So 37, 39 is my bluff. Mo believes it. They are all sitting there in awe and shock. And after you complete it, they all stand up and give you a huge round of applause, or at least what you think is applause. And it's actually them clicking their, their, their mouths together to make some weird clicking sounds, but it sort of sounds like applause. And they're all bowing to you as they are impressed. And Tezel comes out and hands you two gifts from the storytelling goddess. She gives you a pair of boots and a very nice looking battle bow and says, oh, you have gifted us with a story we will tell for millennia. Your, your storytelling was exquisite. Thank you. Thank you for this. We will always remember this for eons from now. And she's almost crying as she hands you these two items. Wow. Ooh. Cool. That is good. Are they... Mo is also applauding. He is very moved by the, uh, the story. I take a couple of um, <laughs> modest bows as well even though. <laughs> All right, so boots and battle bow, you said? Yes. Uh, detect magic? Both are magic. Uh, identify? Ooh. Uh, was that mysticism? Or do you Is have your identify spell? spell? Can you identify? Cast identify spell? spell, yes. Oh, uh, that's right. I have an actual mystic. Right. Can, can you identify both, Chris? Yeah. Wow. That's powerful. Let me just pull it up and see what it does. The power. Oh, it crashed. Uh, hero lab. <laughs> Chris, you should get a good computer. You should look into it's the, the, it's kids, the programs. Look it's, at it's, look at what the but, kids are using today and, and try to mimic. If only your computer are. were future proof. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's fine. See, I'm Past, sad present, we weren't eighth group. level because I would have done even better with that lie. As of next level, wow, you're you're so freaking greedy. greedy. You're so no, greedy. I want more. 
No, you understand, as of the next level, then Rusty becomes a lying god. Because in addition to his already buffed up bluff, I'm getting a new ability where the sense motive the other person makes, they have to roll twice and take the lower of that. And then you even get another wow. plus one to your D6. You get a D6 plus one. And another plus, plus one. one to my D6. Yeah, I, I'm just right. saying, it's, people will believe my every word soon. So wow. this gives me a plus 10 insight bonus to skill checks to identify the properties in command words or Or technology. Or technology. Works everything. Yeah, yeah, it works with mysticism or technological device, so yeah. with engineering. So I guess this is mysticism, yes? Yeah, and you get, uh, yep, go right ahead. Rusty. Well, which is... one are you doing, the boots or the bow? Boots. boots. Oh, yes, boots. Go boots. Oh, wow. So that's actually a 40. 40. Holy crap. Wow. Wow. Well, I think, uh, I think that 40 beat Rusty's a bluff there, yeah, huh? Nine. Wow. That's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that blows, size us, 10, that uh, blows us away. Uh, they're extra wide. That actually knocks Mo off of his off of his feet. He's he's like, <laughs> whoa, what happened? Power of magic. <laughs> these are. She goes on to explain that these are Ehi. There's an Ehi Ehi boots. These Ehi boots. They look like simple looking gray boots lined with fur of one of the creatures that lives here and they will fit you after a day of mutating and using their magic to fit you perfectly even though they're designed for kesha's feet which are very different than yours once a day as a full action you may move up to your speed and make a full attack with a melee weapon only and the penalty to each attack is minus six instead of minus four and you take a minus two penalty to your ac for that turn Basically, it's a ghetto haste circuit. That's all it is. Oh, so it lets you move wow. and then attack full, full attack. Yeah, it's like a haste no, circuit, but not as good. <sighs> yeah, it's it's fine. It's since it was uh, free, it's certainly going to be credit value. Credit value. Credit value. Credit value. Can, 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 can we oh, attach okay. it to cheddar? No. Um, okay. Battle bow. I mean, it's a bow uh, and arrow, right? Yeah, it's a bow, but it's a special bow, and it definitely has magic on it. So give me. Oh, let me roll that. That one. So that's a thirty-six. That is a seeking advanced battle bow. So it is seeking battle bow. Um, I mean, seeking is a pretty good thing, actually. It's not bad. Seeking it is... does. Yeah, it does two d eight. The only bad thing is it is analog. It is archaic because it is a bow, but. So it's not great, but it's worth like over 10,000 credits. Wow. So really? It might not be the best thing to actually use, but it's probably... Some collector might want a that. A collector might even pay more than what it's, you know, more than the 10% because it's something ancient and archaic. Oh, it's always 10%, right? Even on this it's kind of ten- stuff? Oh, uh, no. This one may be more because this thing is uh, from an ancient civilization. It might be worth more, so... This is pretty. This one's pretty cool. Uh, so it's not great to use. It can be used, especially because you're fighting things that all kind of are have basic armor. So you would do full damage. Of, so do you guys want to go back and investigate that one room that we didn't go into yet? No. <laughs> I think the building's probably gone now. Yeah, they have something that could open the door. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Pretty much. Yeah. Battering ram. Touche. Touche. All right. Well, that's cool. Um. Uh, who wants the boots? I don't think anyone <laughs> wants that. I think it's for well, to sell it, it. It's best for a melee that's going to run to the front and attack, and therefore that's that is totally me. not 
me. So I mean, that's yeah. not me. Never me. It's never titles. It's I'll, only I'll you. I'll and your wear account. them. I'll, I'll wear them if they don't have any com- encumbrance and they don't count as treasure because I will sell them as soon as we get off. Uh, off oh, well, we'll sell them when they get back. That's yeah, fine. But yeah. They, they count as they count towards your magical item. Limit. Yeah, it's a magic item worn. It's one of your two magic items. Well, Mo doesn't have any magic items. So that's for damn sure. So yeah, I mean, um, since it, it gives you essentially an extra round of your haste circuit. So I mean, yeah, because my haste circuit I have to activate. It's actually a good way of like leaning into that. So yeah, I don't like the minus six though. Yeah, that's, that's not my style. I'm sorry, it's not my style. But uh, yeah, Mo will wear those. Don't forget. Let's see. Tuttle has the motion detector. Akiro has the glove of storing, and yep. Tuttle has the Mark II ability crystal, which he used for intelligence. And we have a small bag of holding. Too. And so, like, while he's sleeping, Tuttle is yeah. apparently going to learn three languages. So that's kind of impressive. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. And um, right, you did find the. You found two Mark II, Mark Three serums of healing, the advanced med kit, and the Null Space Chamber Mark II, which gives you fifty bulk <laughs> of uh, extra space. So who's who's holding that thing? It basically gives you fifty extra bulk, which is insane. It's a bag of holding. It's a it's great. It's awesome. Yeah, it's a big Mo, one. Mo holds. I, Mo could hold that maybe. Yeah, Mo has plenty of space. Does that count as a magic item? No, right? Because it's not worn. I don't it. think so. Also, I don't like think it's magic. The other thing I was thinking about on that encounter, just to just I was possibly firing off a loot box of wonder and see if we could get that portal that goes back to us. Oh yeah, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, was wondering how that was going to go. It's uh, definitely a crazy encounter, but you guys were okay. That's hard to if you don't identify that swarm as death, then your party is in for some pain. I would imagine uh, swarms are deadly. Swarms are the hardest thing in the game, I'd say. Because if you either can handle them or you're dead. <laughs> yeah. There's really there's just nothing you can do. I mean, they're very easy to get away from, but they auto-hit. I mean, you just got to run away. So it's like, oh, it's not that hard, except then you try to run away and there's nowhere to run to and you can't get out. And then you're like, right. ah, this is not fun. This is <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, I do like how, how the running mechanic where all the the collapsed ceilings had changed the path back you know to, to to freedom i don't know if we were supposed to go into that room before like do most people like was that really hard to get into like what i have no idea what most people did no no the door would have still been stuck what would have happened is even if you opened oh. the door it would have been stuck what did i need to so get you would have had to open it anyhow i needed a no matter to what happened that. it would have been stuck Oh my god, that's impossible, dude! I have to, I have to roll a nineteen with an assist <laughs> from a, a, a character to get. Oh my god, yes. that's yes. a killer dungeon, dude! That is a killer dungeon. Two people, that's well, two people could uh, help you. <laughs> Why are you guys? Well, you guys did it. You guys did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you always yeah, figure something. I think out. other people are. <laughs> I think when people hear how we got through that, they're gonna say. Oh, these guys cheated because they had that obscure item of teleportation. Not really. I mean, that's really? why you buy that stuff. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, you guys, yeah, I mean, you bought it ahead of time. But it's like, that dude, was, you saved the party. Like this was exactly what I want, bought it for. This you was, saved you know, it one hundred. Like, 
Mo is going to be buying one of the next time he goes to the markets. That is. I mean, I was thinking good. maybe like getting flanking in a fight or something. I didn't necessarily envision this specific scenario, but I was thinking to myself, it's a really wow. useful thing in the right circumstances because it lets you move yourself and up to two other people pretty much anywhere on the battlefield. That was insane. I'll tell you what, that's uh, what's that called? The teleportation puck. It's not in the puck. main book. It's in the it's oh. in the new armory book. Okay. I saw yeah, it while yeah. I noticed it while I was writing the review of the book, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. I have the armory, so it is, it's fifteen hundred. It's something like fifteen hundred credits for us, and it's a single use item, which so it's a little expensive, but yeah, I don't have the armory for uh, Hero Ab. That's that's the problem. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's good playing with you guys. So uh, yes. Head yes. on out. Thanks for doing this, guys. All right, fellas. See you later. Hey, everyone. Steve here. So as you can see, the guys are ready to level up. Next week, they're all going to be level 8. They all managed to live somehow. They're going to start their assault on the temple. And then we'll see if I can kill them off in that temple. I pray and hope I do. Anyhow, that brings me to my GMPC tip this week. So most of you out there probably like to read like I do. And I read a lot of books, but obviously probably a lot of fantasy and sci-fi. And there was one book I was curious. I actually downloaded it over a year ago, but I never got around to reading it until very recently. And it was a book called Critical Failures by a man named Robert Bevan. And it was self-published, sort of a nothing book on Amazon, but yet it has 977 customer reviews, all outstanding, and the book is completely free. And I'm not giving anything away because this all happens within like the first chapter, is that it's a whole bunch of guys playing a game called Caverns and Creatures, which is basically D&D. And these guys are like the worst players you've ever seen. They have all the bad stereotypes, they curse, they have bad jokes, they're just really nasty players. And they play with the GM who hates them. And by the end of the first chapter, they all get teleported into the world of caverns and creatures, and they're forced to play their characters that they created whether they're good or bad. And let me tell you, some of them are not great creatures and they have to play them. The rest of the books follow their adventures within this world. And it is really fantastic. And I really enjoyed this book way more than I should. The humor is really rough. It's kind of Kevin Smith-esque. And I looked into it and it turns out that it's a whole genre of books. Now, you've heard of some of these types of books in the past, I guarantee. Probably the most famous one is Ready Player One. And it turns out they're called Lit RPG, Literature Role-Playing Game. It's basically a story version of a role-playing game using all the role-playing game vernacular. So it's not like an adventure in the D&D world or an adventure in the Pathfinder world. This is an adventure in a world that's an actual game and the people know they're inside of a game and they even know that there's stats and there's roles and that they're making their saving throws or not. And it is fantastic. 
its genre has only been around for a few years, and it turns out this genre kind of got its roots in Russia, and a lot of the books were translated from Russia into English. Plus, this genre has gotten extremely popular in South Korea, as I found out. It's only been around for a couple of years, but it has been exploding in popularity. In fact, if you go onto Amazon and type in Lit RPG, you'll be stunned how many of these books are out. They're all just by self-published authors, and in the last few months, I've read a ton of them, and they're excellent. And if anything, they've really helped me in seeing how other people approach characters and almost play. It's not the same thing as listening to a podcast or watching someone play D&D or Pathfinder or Starfinder. I find it much better because it's it's basically the closest analogy I can see is reading someone playing D&D or Pathfinder Starfinder from the character's point of view knowing that they're a character in a game. It's awesome. There's tons and tons of these books out there. I would say some of my favorites, if you're going to go out and get few, Critical Failures, that one's free. And I tell you, it's a little rough, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the aspect that you know they're in D&D. They talk about D&D spells. And I'll just say the books get crazier and crazier and better and better. The guy becomes a much better writer. And there's seven of those out right now. The other one I liked quite a bit is called Life Reset. I cannot pronounce this guy's name. It's like Shimmer Kunitz. And there's three books in the series. And it basically takes place inside of an MMO world. I don't want to get into it. It's a little spoilery. It's really heavy on the MMO aspect. And yet the first book is something like 900 pages. And I read it in two days. I just couldn't put it down. I finished the whole series in two weeks. It was really an excellent series. But if you want more of these books, there are a ton of them out there. Another very popular one. Now, I haven't read this one yet. But I've heard a lot of good things. And I did order it. So it's next on my list. Called Morningwood, everyone loves large chests. And it sounds a little naughty, but actually it's a book written from the point of view of a mimic. The whole book is written from the point of view of a mimic, and it's got an excellent reviews. Another one that gets excellent reviews is called Dungeon Board. That's the Divine Dungeon series. And that one takes place from the point of view of a dungeon. Again, these books are crazy, but I just can't stop reading them. There's so many of them because the genre is so new. Every single week, there's something like five or six or seven of these come out constantly. And a lot of them are extremely high quality. I'm kind of stunned. I didn't know there was that many good self-published authors out there. Anyhow, if you want to try something new, if you haven't read any of these before, I strongly recommend you pick one up. Just because I find reading these and seeing how people are writing other characters and using characterization is really helping me develop my skills as a GM and helping me do better characters. I hope you'll see that in our next upcoming episodes. I'm actually taking some notes and I see little tricks they use because they can only use their voice and only use the voice you get in your head while reading to convey so much character. I've been taking notes and seeing the tricks that they've been doing. It's a little bit different than saying like reading Game of Thrones or some other fantasy book because those are fully formed characters. These are characters being formed in the confines of a game knowing that they're inside of a game. So it's done a little differently. 
I really think these are fun books. If any of you guys are reading any of these out there, please let me know. I'd be very curious to know if you have any lit RPG books that you'd like to recommend. Please come to the Discord channel and tell me. That's my tip this week is check out these books. I think you'll both enjoy them as well as help you become a better role player. As for show notes, go through this real quick. Don't forget a new podcast every Tuesday. Do subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Android, and Spotify. Do remember, check out Jason's Talking Combat column every single Thursday. He had a really good one last week because that was one of our best episodes and he really wrote about it and talked about what it was like to be the hero and what he thought of that episode. Also, don't forget, check out the Discord channel. Just go to discord.rollforcombat.com. You can play some games, hang out with us. If you post a lot, you get a free t-shirt. Do check us out on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Check out our Reddit channel. Do check out the Patreon. As I said, I will release episodes early. I'm not really doing it now because I'm giving out free prizes for the trip. So I'm not going to release them early until after that's all done. So sometime after PaizoCon, I'll release the episodes early again on the Patreon. And then finally, I do have another thing for the free trip to PaizoCon. So what I did is I took all the entries that were correct and I randomly selected someone. And if your name is red, you got one week to get in touch with me. And if you do, I will give you a $50 Amazon gift certificate. That's right. 50 bucks from Amazon. Use it however you want. And the winner for this week is Matt Bell. Matt Bell, do get in touch with me. You got one week from today. If you get in touch with me, I'll send you over your free Amazon gift certificate. Write me directly or say hi to me on the Discord. Any way will work. And I will continue to do this and give out free prizes until PaizoCon 2019 starts in a couple of weeks. So make sure you listen every single week. And if you didn't enter, enter. There's still time. You can go on the link. You can enter the PaizoCon contest. I'll be giving out other prizes until PaizoCon 2019. And also, I am going to be running a special event at PaizoCon. I'm going to be running Abattoir 8 which is that new Grimmer Space horror combat adventure written by Richard Pett. And I'm going to be running that live. That's right, live on the Paizo Twitch stream Saturday from 1 to 5 p.m. I believe that's the time. Some lucky people are going to get to play with me. You're going to get to see what it's like to run a game in Grimmer Space. I'll be on the Paizo Twitch stream. It's going to be awesome. Surprises galore. Anyhow, with that, I'll see you and talk to you guys next week. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Starfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at rollforcombat.com or drop us a line at contact at rollforcombat.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and other social media platforms. listening to Roll for Combat, 
Until next week, always remember that your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberries. <laughs> <laughs>